I think everyone wonders what they would do if they saw a ghost. Rudolph, the laboratory. from the graveyard. This is your dreadful Uncle Vlad. And your very own undeady Zombetti on the brand new radio station, Spooky FM. You caught us at an unusual time. We were just talking to one of our ghost pals on the Ouija board. Headless Harriet. She leaned over to tie her shoelace as the lift door was closing. And it popped her nopper off. Ew. Now, Harriet, through the power of the Ouija board, you can finally tell us what you've been dying to share for decades. Simply move this wooden triangle known as a planchette with your ghostly powers and get it to point at the letters etched onto the board. We shall then spell out the words and share with the world the mysteries of the afterlife. All our questions answered. This is going to be so revealing. I always thought Harriet was super interesting. Super interesting? Ah, the planchette is on the move. I-H-A Perhaps she's spelling I have all the answers? More than likely. Ooh, and it's still moving. T-E-L-I-F-T-S Oh. I hate lifts. Well... Thanks for that, Harriet. I was on the edge of my blooming seat. Listen, Has, got a dash. I'll Ouija you during the week. Bye. I always thought Harriet was a real simpleton. You and me both. Hope she's not waiting by the board for us to chat. She'll be left waiting. (laughs) Anywho, darkness has fallen upon the earth. Are you brave enough, listeners? To scare us if you can. It won't be easy. I saw Harriet's head pop off. Well, it was your fault. You kept pressing the button for floor number two. Like you could have walked, lazy bones. So ring into our special hotline, followed by the numbers 666. That's 999 if you are a bat. And if you do manage to scare us, you'll win your very own... Oh, and our switchboard is lighting up. And we've got a caller on the line. It's Bridget from Dublin. Hello, Bridget. Good evening. Tell you a fun fact. I've never liked the name Bridget. Just not for me. Zombetti, however. That's just charming. (laughs) So, where do you live, Susan? It's Bridget, and mind your beeswax. Oh, bees are so cool, aren't they? And you can make wax out of them. Amazing. Even more amazing, as I keep talking and talking and using my special powers, and as you keep on listening as I drone on, you won't even notice that you've been hypnotized. I live in 5 Nutley Avenue in Dublin. 
I like runny eggs. I'm terrible at geography. My dog's name is Pooper. Whoa, whoa. TMI, Susan. This hypnosis is working too well. Hey, wait. What did you say your dog was called? Pooper. That's enough, Bridget. Now, do you really think your story has what it takes to scare us? Gosh, I don't know. Are you scared of sea creatures and ancient curses? Are you being sarcastic, Bridget? Me? No, never. I can't figure it out. Is she? My tale of terror will scare both of you more than looking in a full-length mirror. This kid is the worst. And what is your story about, cheeky boots? It's about what I did on my summer holidays. Ah, just like all of my school essays back when I was a nipper. Literally. Before you begin, would you like to give your story a name? My story is called I See You, but C is spelt S-E-A, not S-E-E. Get it? Oh, wow. That's really clever. I really, really don't like when mum and dad confiscate my phone. Like, it's not as if I'm always on it. I just need to check it first thing in the morning, at 8am, then again at 810, 820, 825, 840 and so on. I mean, what do they want me to do instead? Talk? I haven't a clue. On the walk to school I check it a few more times, obviously. You have to keep connected or you might miss something. Okay, okay, I did walk into a pole three times. In one day. And a pond. And maybe a few cars had to break suddenly when I walked into the road without looking. And maybe when I finally looked up from my screen in school, I was sitting in the wrong class, in the wrong school. But there's no need for mum and dad to get carried away. Just because the phone they share is a brick doesn't even have the internet. They're actual cave people. I have to tell you about the day mum and dad finally went too far. So I was checking Denise Blake's story on Instagram. She had this amazing series where she was tying her shoelaces. Seriously, you missed out if you missed that. As I was walking, the road suddenly got steep. Which was a bit strange as our town hasn't got any hills. But there was no time to look up. Denise was getting to the good part. Tying the loop on her left shoe. All of a sudden it got really dark. Must have been a storm coming. I decided to sit down till it got brighter. Funnily enough, there was a chair right there in the middle of the road. Next thing the ground started shaking. Must have been an earthquake. But more importantly, Denise was starting on her second shoe. I don't know how long I was looking, but after a while it got bright again. And a man started screaming at me. What in the name of God are you at? So of course I had to look up. And I was sitting on a chair in a big space filled with furniture. The man said, I don't remember you being in our old house. Okay, fine. I'd walked up the ramp into a removals van as someone was moving house and I was now 26 miles away from home. Get over it, like. I've had enough. You could have ended up anywhere. You should see the TikTok Damien Barry put up. He's just tapping a pencil on a table again and again. It's brilliant. Are you listening to your dad? Sorry, one sec. I'm just listening to this pencil. Give me that phone, you. (laughs) Never. This is not healthy. Why don't you join a club, get some exercise? Go for a run. She wouldn't run if her bum was on fire and she was beside a swimming pool. Yes, I would. How far is the pool? It's a pool of phones. Where? It was a joke, love. There's not a pool of phones outside the car. Worst day ever. Actually, don't look out the window just yet. No worries. 
Ew, what's that smell? That's what's known as fresh air. Hate it. Just left up here, love. Now what's that smell? It's called the sea. Are we underwater? Drive faster, there'll be no Wi-Fi. Here we go, Bridget. One arm each, and out you come. What's that weird feeling? It's called weather. Look over there. It's a TikTok of a dog licking a stick. Where? I'll take that. Hey, my phone. Wait, where am I? This isn't Dublin. This is Inchimagrew in Kerry, a rather beautiful little fishing village. Oh no, you can't. This is the worst thing you've ever done to me. You might also recognise it as it's where your granda, Big Jim, lives. Well, look who it is. St Bridget's cross herself. Please, just throw me in the ocean. Remember when I said in the car that it was the worst day ever? I had no idea. Well, I was standing here, stunned, those two creeps, mum and dad, hopped back into the car. With my phone. Enjoy your summer. Don't fall in the sea. Enough of that malarkey. Listen to me, Colleen. Your parents are leaving you with me to get you away from that phone. I heard you ended up in a stranger's car because you couldn't peel yourself away from it. That's a lie. It was a truck. Well, there won't be any of that carry on here. You're going to spend your summer helping out on the boat, playing in the fields and going for the odd swim. Besides, there's no reception here at all. Is this hell? Well, let me hold onto your arm there. I've awful bunions on my feet. They give me desperate trouble. You can rub a bit of cream on them for me when we get back to the cottage. Holy moly, you've turned green. And right after that, I'll chop off my hands. Uh Uh-huh. It would stop you on the phone anyway. You'd have to peck at the screen with your nose like a big curly chicken. (gasps) I don't have my straightener either. I'll have hair like a witch. Ah, sure, that would suit you, with your big, long nose. I don't have a long nose. Unless that's a sausage stuck on the front of your head. Now, first off, we're going to head up to the lighthouse. I think I left a huge light on all day. It'll waste the bulb. Sure, I'd forget me head if it wasn't attached to me body. I wouldn't forget your nose, though. Oh, yikes! You keep that up, you can rub your own bunions. Oh, no, I wouldn't touch them. They're disgusting. I think your phone just got a notification. Ah, that's not a phone. That's a foghorn. Come into the shore. Get out of the sea. Eh, we'll just pick up the pace. Well, you can move fast when you want to. If you knew what was coming, you'd want to as well. What does that mean? We need to get into that lighthouse before the fog fills the town. What's wrong with fog? It's just weather, isn't it? Regular fog is grand. You'd just walk into the side of the house or get lost at sea and drown or something. But that is not regular fog. It's... it's glowing. Exactly. And the things that live in that fog are even worse. Wow. You can move fast when you want to. I don't understand. What do you mean, the things that live in the fog? Oh, no. The fog has filled up the harbour now, and it's starting to make its way up the hill towards us. But that's ridiculous. It would mean... it would mean... The fog can see us. Let's see if I can run. 
Nearly there. Just open the gate. Run down the path and into the lighthouse. Run down the path there. Oh no, the fog is behind the lighthouse as well. It's closing us off. I I can see shape moving in the fog. Here we are. Now, where are my keys? No, that's the key for the Ford Fiesta. That's Mr. O'Shea's from next door's spare key. Jenny, I can barely see a thing. That's because we're in the fog. Oh, get close. Get close. Come up against the door. Oh, Big Jim. Granda. There are things moving towards us. I can just make them out. They have waving tentacles and... What seems to be really, 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 really big mouths. That's the key for the caravan in Tremor. That's the key for the shed. I've been looking for that for months. Um, Granda, there's a tentacle starting to slide around my foot. And that's the key for the lighthouse. Get in. There we are now. All safe and sound. Nature is the worst. There you go. Get that cup of tea into you. Can the... Can the fog get in through the cracks under the door? Oh, don't worry about that. Every house and building and doghouse and shop and... I get the picture. ...have fixed it so no fog gets in. We've been putting up with this terror for decades. Of course, you'd know that if you ever visited. Are you nuts? There's no way I'm ever visiting again. We're nearly eaten alive out there by... By what are those things? Well, I suppose you should know, considering you were nearly killed. You think? Come upstairs with me. We're going up to the top of the lighthouse, so we can look down on the village from the huge windows. Oh, are there many steps? Nara. Fine, fine. Inchagru was once a wicked, dreadful place, filled with terrible people. I'd say it was like what Dublin is now. Excuse me? People were mean, greedy, and unfortunately, murderous. Murderous? Oh, yes. They'd kill their neighbours for a coin, never mind strangers. The other terrible thing about Inchagru is the rocks along the cliffs. If a ship came close to them, it would be bashed to bits and broken up. All the people and things on board thrown into the sea and eventually washed ashore. Eventually. It would be too late for the people. Thank goodness for the lighthouse to warn ships away. The lighthouse wasn't here back then. Why would it be? They didn't want anyone to live. Here we are. Take a good look out the huge windows, my love. Inchagru. You can see the whole village, all the houses, the school, the church, the harbour, the boats, far, far out into the sea. And you can see those accursed rocks. But I can't really see, Granda, because it's all covered by the fog. The weird glowing fog. I pray everyone remembered to lock their doors. So what happened next? Huh? Oh, yes. Word came that there was a huge ship heading towards the city. It would pass by in Chigru, but it had no plans to stop. Word also came that the ship was filled with gold, with jewels, with 
money. And the people of Inchigru became hungry, greedy for treasure. A storm blew up, a terrible, raging storm which blocked out the sun and made everything dark. Now, what normal, ordinary villages would do at a time like this would be to make fires on the rocks, warning ships they were coming too close. I think you can guess where this is going. They didn't light the fires? Worse still, they removed all the light from the town. Every house and street was in darkness. Inchigru blended in with the night. The ship, it was called the Golden Hope, crashed against the rocks, destroyed, and everyone on board was doomed. And all the golden jewels washed ashore? Oh no, that was just a rumour. There was no treasure aboard. The people of Inchigru became no richer. All that for nothing? Ah, they got something all right. They got cursed. All those people on board, they sank to the bottom of the sea. They drowned, but they became creatures. Monsters of the deep, growing tentacles and fins. Every ten years, on the anniversary of the sinking of the Golden Hope, a great fog rolls in from the sea, and they come back to the village looking for revenge. Oh, and it just tied in with your visit. Lucky me. So when do they leave? When does the fog roll back into the sea? When they get what they want, of course. Which is? A villager from Inchigru. (laughs) If only I had my phone. I could call for help and check Instagram and send a few messages. Ugh, is he ever going to wake up? Hello? Is there anybody there? It's a phone. Oh, thank God, all my problems are solved. Now at least I can watch YouTube while the fog claims a villager. But where's the sound coming from? If there's anyone there, please answer me. It's... It's coming from this small square of plastic attached to a control panel by a wire. Wow, this is a really old iPhone. What do I do? Speak into the square and press the button on the side? Yes, that's exactly what you do. (laughs) Oh, hello. Hi, I'm Bridget. Well, I'm Susan. Bridget, nice to meet you. Oh, I love that name. It's actually my favourite girl's name. Really? Isn't that funny? So what kind of a phone is this? Oh, it's not a phone. It's what's called a CB radio. Think of it like a really powerful walkie-talkie. Bridget, can I ask you something? Are you up in the lighthouse? Yes, I'm here at my granda. Big Jim you might know him as. Can you rescue us? Oh, Bridget, I'm afraid to say it's the other way around. I'm calling you to be rescued. You see, I'm in a bad way. I'm from Dublin and I travel down here with relatives. I really didn't want to come. I would have much preferred to spend my weekend relaxing, looking at things on YouTube. Well... They went off into town to collect my grandfather from the train. He's such a pain. And while they were gone, this weird fog rolled in. Wow. We actually have so much in common that it's mental. Listen, Susan, I've got some good news and some bad news for you. The good news is every cottage in the village is fixed so that the fog can't get inside. So you're totally safe. The bad news is that if you try and use your phone, there's no reception. Unfortunately, it's bad news and bad news for me, so 
no reception, and I'm not in a cottage. I'm in a caravan. I drove down in my mobile home. I'm using the CB radio on the dashboard. Oh no, that's not good. Right? The fog is starting to seep in around the doorframe. I don't know how long I have left. Susan explained everything to me. She told me she was parked just 100 metres from the church. So near to safety and yet so far. She also explained that even though it was hard to guess, she would assume she probably had about 15 minutes before her caravan filled with fog. And once it filled with fog, the creatures could come in. I had to do something. I had to save her. Especially because we were so similar. She was from Dublin. She was stuck down here with a cranky granda. And she loved her phone too. What were the chances? She also told me some amazing filters she'd seen on Insta and a few cool videos she'd liked on YouTube. Her voice was so beautiful. I could listen to it all day. She said she was a singing teacher back in Dublin and she could tell by the sound of my voice that I had a really small nose. Susan was the best. So now all I had to do was one simple thing which would save her. Hi Susan. I've sneaked up to the room with the huge light in it. There's another CB radio up here too. They seem to be in every room, which is handy. Grandad's fast asleep still. You know, Mum and Dad were forever warning me not to chat to strangers online, as they could be complete weirdos. But I think this has proven them wrong. I barely know you, and I completely trust you. That's a great outlook to have. And are you sure your grandfather is asleep? Snoring away. I couldn't imagine you ever snoring. Not with that small, perfectly shaped nose. Thanks, Susan. I was always really self-conscious about my nose. No need to be. You're gorgeous. And you're so cool and interesting. I'm going to follow you on Instagram when I get back to Dublin. I'll follow you too. What's your second name? Later. Now, you see, Bridget, my friend, the problem is, if I turn on the engine of the mobile home, those horrible beasts will hear, and that would be the end of that. I could try running from the mobile home to the church. I'm really fast, and that would be much more quiet. The problem is being so visible... You see, the only reason this fog glows is because of the light shining down from the lighthouse. And that glow means anyone inside the fog might as well be in daylight. But the fog was glowing earlier today. Yeah, but remember Big Jim said he'd accidentally left the light on? Oh yes, I forgot about that. And if the glow disappears, I have a better chance of running in the dark and getting to the church. I see, I see. So what I need you to do, you beautiful, clever girl... It's to turn off the light. Turn off the light in the lighthouse. If it saves your life, of course. Great. Look around you. Can you see a large red box with a white button on top? Yes, yes, it's right here. That's the switch. Now, it doesn't work like a regular light switch where you click it and it gets dark straight away. With this one, you switch it and the light powers down slowly. It takes about 30 seconds. Great stuff, so I just press it now. Press it now. And it's done. Bridget, Bridget, what are you doing up here? Granda, I had to help this lady I've been speaking to on the CB. She's trapped in a caravan in the village. That's not a CB. It's not? No, it's an intercom. There's one in every room. You can only talk to people who are inside the house. Oh, St. Bridget's Cross, what have you done? I think I've made a big mistake. (laughs) Thanks so much, Longnose. You've given us exactly what we needed.
Hey, you said my nose was small. Compared to a giant squid, sure. You just can't believe what strangers tell you. I recognise that voice. It's the siren. The siren of what? No, no, the siren is a sea creature with a beautiful voice who hypnotises people into doing what she wants, luring sailors to their doom. Getting people to turn off lights? Sometimes even just going to the shop. Run around the corner. I'll time you and see how long you are. Ever fall for that one? (laughs) And uh, it's also my looks that convince people to do as I say. Oh, it's really, really not. Your voice isn't so beautiful now. Because I don't have to pretend anymore. I got what I wanted. And what did you want? So what the fog doesn't glow anymore? Big whoop. Everyone in Inchagrew is safe at home. Yeah, everyone in Inchagrew. But now the boats out at sea don't know where the rocks are. And people from other villages will drive straight into it. They'll think it's just a regular fog because it's not glowing. Looks like we're going to claim more than just one villager this time. Just turn it back on, Granda, quick. It's not that easy, love. It takes a half an hour to warm up. I saw a mouse in the lighthouse the other day. Awful cute old thing. It's safe to say wherever the fizzing mouse got in, That's where the fog got in. But those tentacle fog creatures look so big. Ah, they're supernatural. They can change shape. All they need is to be surrounded by fog. I feel so silly, Granda. Part of the reason Mum and Dad don't want me on the phone so much is in case I talk to strangers. They were right. Sure, look, I'd be a terrible Granda if I told you off for trying to help someone. You meant well. And now any boats out there or any people driving into the town can be taken by the fog and it's all my fault. Not completely. What do you mean? There's another reason those creatures keep coming back. It's not just to grab a villager or two. What else could it be? All the bits and pieces from their ship, the Golden Hope, didn't wash away. The villagers felt so bad after what they did, they used the wood from the ship to build this lighthouse. We're standing inside the Golden Hope. I said earlier this was the worst day ever. Uh, It's just got worse. We're standing in a lighthouse made from the Golden Hope and we can't even use the light to warn people. If only we could call for help. Maybe I wasn't being as truthful as I could have been. Look. I have a phone. But I only use it to Google pictures about the sea. Like this one. Big Jim, how could... Oh, let me see that picture. I have an idea. Our ultimate revenge! No more making do with one villager every ten years before sliding back under the sea to wait in the mud while the descendants of that horrible lot who did this to us get to live on the land. Get to feel the sun on their backs. Go in bumper cars. Watch Netflix! I don't even know what Netflix is, but I want it! We're going to watch boats crash against rocks, take people from outside the town, do to them what they did to us. They can't stop us because the light is gone. Oh, hold on. There's a light. A light making the fog glow. Well, I am mortified. I'm just standing here doing all that shouting. Not all the light is gone, Susan. I hate that name now. There's a surprisingly powerful torch on my granddad's phone. 
just big enough that chips you get too close to see a glowing ball on the top of the hill. Ah, oh, will you stop, you big Egypt? That little light isn't going to make a whole hill glow. Oh no, this is a torch. Grandad's phone is going to light up the top of the lighthouse using a load of mirrors to reflect the light. We looked it up on YouTube. Oh no, no! We were so close! It's not too late, you know. You could stop him before he does it. I mean, you are sea monsters. How do you mean? Grandad saved these pictures off the internet. Old illustrations of giant beasts with tentacles, like octopuses and squid pulling ships down into the sea. Well, I saw a picture before of Squirrel wearing a suit. We've all seen pictures. You seem to forget you are a sea creature now. Right. And? All of you in the fog were people once, but now you're all sea creatures with huge tentacles. And you've all become gigantic over hundreds of years under the sea. No need to rub it in, big nose. And what is this lighthouse? Only an old ship, really. Rebuilt from the wood of the Golden Hope. Wherever you're going, will you get there, please? Pull the lighthouse into the sea. All of you, before Grandad turns on the light. Why are you telling me this? Why are you helping us? Because I feel sorry for what happened to you. Whoa! I, I wasn't expecting that. But that doesn't mean we're letting you away with it either. Get out of the way! We're now! Come along, passengers of the Golden Hope. Nice one, Bridget. Shh, Grandad, they still think you're inside. Look, there's hundreds of them. Oh, gosh, they really are monsters. All those big tentacles pulling at the lighthouse. They didn't used to be monsters. They were innocent once. The lighthouse is breaking. They're doing it. Woo, passengers of the Golden Hope. Woo! They've all fallen off the cliff into the sea and took the fog with them. Take that, you slimy lot. You lied to me. Big Jim wasn't in the lighthouse. You shouldn't believe what strangers tell you. Once again, we are the victims. Once again, we are punished as the last pieces of the Golden Hope sink down beneath... Or don't sink, or... Or actually float. Oh. Oh. The lighthouse is floating. You have the Golden Hope back. Susan, your spirits aren't tied here anymore. You have your boat. You can go wherever you want. Do you know, that's the first nice thing one of you Incha Grula have done for us in hundreds of years. You're all right, kid. But as for the rest of these idiots, smell you later, Integrew, for we sail! Simple as that. All they needed was understanding. A face-to-face talk. After that, I helped Big Jim and all the Integrew lot rebuild the lighthouse. It took all of the summer. I didn't have time to miss my phone. And when Mum and Dad collected me to bring me home, I actually started to miss Intergrew. I'm going to go again next year for summer holidays, get some fresh air, and only use my phone in case of emergencies, which in Intergrew might be more than you think. And that's the end of my story. What a terrifying tale. It was positively slippy with slime. All in all, quite disgusting. Well done. Uh, Zombetti, 
Why are you holding three flashlights and a lamp? Just cause. <laughs> Just cause. There's nothing to be scared of. The monsters were actually just misunderstood people. Yes, Vladdy. And they also killed a villager every ten years. And now they're floating around free in the sea. Which Madam on the phone seems to have conveniently forgotten about. Oh, yes, that. Give me a torch. Well, one thing's for sure, Bridget from Dublin. You manage to scare us if you can. Stay on the line. Our assistant, Igor, will get your details to send on your prize. He has your address already. Just tell him what time your parents won't be home. Please and thanks. Oh, sure. I'll happily tell him that. You will after a bit of hypnosis. Farewell, Susan. Tune back into Spooky FM next time, and we'll have more dastardly deeds for you to brave. For now, this is Zombetty. And this is your dear Uncle Vlad saying Boo! I see you starred Danica O.D., Margaret McAuliffe, and Alana McCarthy Ma. It was written and directed by Peter Dunn and produced by Liam Geraghty. It was funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with a television license fee.